What is up, everybody? It's Friday. You know what that means. This is another edition of Curveballs and Share Shots. My name is Brandon Tanguma. Sitting electronically more than six feet away from me is my lovely and esteemed co-host, Dominic Hops. And Dominic, how are you doing today? Mr. X's questions of the week is coming up later tonight. But first, my thoughts on how I feel. I feel great, Brandon. How are you? You know, I'm doing okay. Um, well, today... You know, it's been raining here in the Bay Area, really much needed because we've been in a drought, severe drought. Just really love that we're having some rain. So I'm a little lazy. I have not put the top back on my Jeep yet. And so I have a nice little cover. It's beautiful. You know, throw it on, throw it off. It takes a couple minutes to put on. Very simple. But you got to make sure, you know, it's nice and tight, air fits so all the water just doesn't, you know, pile up. So, you know, today in the morning, going, going to work. Go to go to take off my tarp. Didn't realize there was a giant puddle on the roof of my Jeep. And so then when I go to like yank it back, it just all comes falling down. So I had like, you know, five gallons of water just spew in my passenger seat. So is this relevant to sports and wrestling or well, you asked you- how I was doing today? And I was I'm not doing so great, Dom, because it's been a, it's been a rough day. I mean, you could have just saved our listeners ears like fucking five minutes but you know Dominic, did you know that there's plugs there's drain plugs in a jeep so in case that does happen it doesn't you know fuck it up that much the more you know i mean i don't own a jeep but then it also a manly vehicle called a truck so you know 50 yeah which has been the home of many podcasts but apparently we're not allowed to do those in the pot in the uh, truck anymore because someone gets embarrassed well i mean when you know neighbors are out walking their dogs and stuff and we're you know i'm in there fucking yelling mr x's questions of the fucking week you know or dominic's picks i'm trying to be fucking creative and fun and outgoing so people would fucking listen to this thing and send us emails and just be fucking <laughs> yes if you haven't noticed dominic may or may not have had some some alcoholic beverage before the podcast so it should be an interesting one he's fine for now might evolve later on in the podcast maybe you know we've had a few poop breaks during the podcast but maybe we have a uh first puke puke first first puke break i mean i doubt it and that's not what you're that's not what you were saying in the production meeting i don't know what you're talking about fucking those production meetings are fucking fake news exactly so we got so much stuff to talk about dominic unless you just want to just say fuck it. Just talk about life and your work and life in general, which I, t- I, you know, may may have happened in the production meeting. So that's why I was trying to talk about my life. But no one cares about my life. Everyone wants to know well, about I your mean, life, Dominic. How's I mean, your life? How, how do we have a production meeting? And then I throw out, you know, we don't have to talk about anything. We just talk about random shit. Have a good time. Just and relax, then I try to kick it off and talk about random shit. Talking about a fucking monsoon being in the bed of my Jeep. And then, you know, you just yell <laughs> at me and say, who cares? That doesn't relate to sports or wrestling. Well, because you didn't tell. See, this is why we need to have a pre pre a pre pre production meeting to figure out what the fuck we're doing. Okay, so we need to have a production meeting about the production meeting about the podcast. Yeah. Yes, correct. Okay. okay. And I'm being informed. I think it off the bed. So give me like two seconds. So talk about your life, Brandon. My my life it's just peachy, except for you know the water incident that happened today. But it's besides that, you know, can't complain playing fantasy football, playing against my friend this weekend. You know, those are always fun because I beat Dominic already. So, uh, you know, on to the next. Got to play in Tyler this week. Already just butt-fucked him consensually on Thursday night. We'll talk about that a little bit. But, yeah, besides that, I'm doing good, Dominic. How is your life? 
Well, where do I begin? I was born November 19th, 1994. That's when it all started for me. Um, no, not, 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 not the Panic Attack studio audience, just life in general. That's coming up. That's coming up. You know, we're going we're gonna to go through all f- fucking 26 years of Dominic's life. 26? I'm turning 27 November, Mary. Come on. Keep up. Studio audience. Yeah, kayfabe, Dominic, kayfabe. Sorry. Does that mean? Yeah, whatever. Um, so, so, yes, November 19th, 1994, born. November 4th? 19th. It was 19th. 19th, whatever. Same thing. Born to a loving mother and father. And that's where it all went downhill. So what happened in 1995? 95, I sadly began drinking. Um, was addicted to crystal meth and uh, may or may not have uh, gone into adult prostitution as an infant. <laughs> yes, as an infant, I was just fucking, I was a wreck. I mean, if you, let me tell you what happened at age two. That would just blow your fucking mind. What are you going to? Oh, well, I mean, I, I it was more like, you know, oh, yeah, I, I alluded to it. But, you know, age two, I killed somebody for the first time. OK. And it's not the last. So watch your fucking back. Let's kick it off the actual podcast, because I don't know what the fuck that was. Let's talk about the MLB postseason, everybody. As of this moment, we have game six of the ALCS going on with the. Houston Astros leading one to zero, bottom of the six. They lead the series three games to two. So they are in prime position to win the pennant once again. The Red Sox were on fire, unstoppable. First two games of the series, hitting the fucking cover off the ball. And now they, ju- they just can't buy a hit. They were getting no hit till the six. They had like a few hits last, last game. Uh, Dominic, what the fuck's going on right now with the Red Sox? They just fell off a cliff. I mean, I could say the same thing about the A's, the Giants, the Nationals. Well, they ain't in the postseason now, are they? Exactly. What happens with every great team? They fall into a slump, and the Red Sox fell into a slump at the wrong time. Thank you and good night. Goodbye, good night, good bank. So I said in the preview that I I really liked the Astros pitching. Was I mean, but I also kind of, was forgetting that the Astro or the Red Sox were kind of they felt like the team of destiny. They were just doing everything right. They were hitting. Their pitching was kind of above average, and then they came. Unfortunately, they came right back down the earth. The Astros aren't exactly you know smacking the shit of the ball right now, but they also got Nathan Navaldi on the mound for the Red Sox. So you know their actual ace is kind of shutting them down. But um, it, it ain't looking so hot right now. I mean, they're only down by once. So maybe the Red Sox can come back. And probably by the time we're done with this podcast, we'll know the finish of game six. But um, not looking so hot for the old red stockings. I'm going to go with the Astros to get the dub to finish it off. I was, I'm going to say by the end of this podcast, the Astros win the pennant. Dominic, what do you think? Do I only get to pick the Astros or Red Sox? Can I pick anybody else? Uh, well, at the well, at the moment, you only get two options. Now, if wait, like in November, you have 
15 teams to choose from. Ooh, can I wait till November then? I uh, know. Fuck. Um, as much as I don't want to say it, and it hurts deep down inside to the point where I might have to go grab a beer and chug my sorrows. Another I'll go with the go with the Astros. Now, is it a beer or a Smirnoff? Because we had this discussion earlier. That, that, is, that is true that, you know, you can't call Spirnoff's beer because it's not beer. But um, I am current. Actually, no, take that back. I could go grab a beer because I have two Lagunitas, the little. You remember what I brought to the A's tailgate with uh, the friend Tyler Gunnison and number one fan Haley. Remember the little Lagunitas? It was oh, like good the... times. The last time I've well, not the last time I saw you in public, but. The penultimate yeah, because you hung out with us last Saturday. So don't the, try to, don't the, try to pe- fool, fool <clears throat> the penultimate time I saw you. Oh, yeah. Right before COVID. Yeah. Right before, you know, you almost uh, died. Yeah. Right before I almost died because apparently everybody else in this house had easy COVID and fucking wasn't going to die. But no, your boy almost had to die. Excuse me. Right. Did they tell did they? OK, hang on. This is, this is a good. This is a good part right here. Studio audience. When you were in the hospital with COVID, did they tell you you were going to die? Necessarily, because I didn't have a panic attack. I didn't have a panic attack in the hospital. Yes, you did. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. No, I didn't. Oh yeah. I had messages saying that everybody in the house was infected and in the hospital. So I said, "Shit, I need to be there for my dogs. Literally, my dogs, my perros." So that's not a panic attack. That's just me being a concerned father. Okay. Cállate tu boca, pinche Brandon. Back to the ALCS, Dominic. You didn't actually give us a pick, I don't think. Are you taking Astros? Astros, asshole? Okay, Astros, asshole. Moving on over to the National League Championship Series, we have the Atlanta Braves taking a three games to one lead, just like they did last year. But then they lost the uh, last game. So now it's three to two, heading on back to the ATL, starting back up tomorrow. The Dodgers are in prime position to make another comeback. They got Max Scherzer going tomorrow. Walker Buehler going on Sunday, Game Seven, if necessary. The Braves were in were in the the driver's seat, so to speak. They still have the lead now, and they are coming home. But when you you know look back at it, and it's like, oh shit, here we go again. Another three one lead. It is at home, and there is fans, so that is a different dynamic than last year with the bubble. Are the Dodgers going to do it again, Dominic, or can the Braves actually hold on. Well, part of me is like, if the Astros are going to win, might as well have the Dodgers win. So then the Dodgers can legitimately beat that ass once again. But I do want to, you know, respect the form. Yes, the Astros are the cheater ones. Yes. Um, I do want to respect, respect the San Francisco Giants and have the Dodgers lose and let the Braves get that dub ski. But if you respect the Giants, wouldn't you want the Giants? I know it's different because it's like their bitter, bitter mortal enemy. But wouldn't you want to lose to the champions? Because at least you can say you lost to the champions, not just, you know, the team that came in third place. I mean, that's semantics, realistically, if you think about it. Like, you know, if you're if, if it's your enemy. What's going on? Breaking news. What happened? He ripped the stuffing out of his toy. He fucked it so hard, the stuffing came out. My man. Oreo, 
I mean, mascot, you're a fucking legend. Something that your uncle Brandon could never do. Fuck the shit out of a toy and, you know, actually make it happy. Anyways. <clears throat> Shout out to you. <laughs> is it uh, still uh, is it still uh, still a thing? It's uh, it's it's right here. It's look it's looking at me. It's, it's uh, you know okay. collecting some dust. Hasn't been uh, utilized in a while, but you know maybe oh, one of these. Is days. it because good reason why you haven't been using it, or you know? I mean, you know, I did get a match on Bumble today. You know, <laughs> it's you know I'm gonna on a grinder. That's that's, <laughs> and that's my new wife now, and uh, I, I, I I'll tell you off air. Okay, I'm I'm. Or I mean, I, I mean, I could tell you on air, but no, 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 no. I mean, let, let's. Or how about you tell me off air, and then I mean, you know, I, already, I mean, I already kind of like told Tyler. It wasn't like today, but it was like another thing. Wow, so wait, like, hang on, hang you on. Know, you sh- told Tyler before me. No, it was. It's so basically, sh- shout out Melissa. Uh, Melissa's on Bumble. You know, excuse Melissa, me, cousins. my mother. No, not your mother. Shout oh, out your okay. mother. When's uh, Mama Hobson coming back? She's been back, dude. Oh, well, I don't know what goes on in your life. Yeah, there. you never ask about my mother. Well, asshole. like you're telling me, well, it wasn't like last week you said she like wasn't there or something. Yeah, she was she was on vacation. Oh, so I'm just supposed to just know exactly when she comes back between last week and this week. Yeah. We haven't talked at all. Anyways, how's Melissa? So Melissa Hanlett handled. Hanlett? Oh, yeah. she was she's on the she's been on the Bumble. I, I saw her like a couple of weeks or months ago. And I texted Tyler just asking her like, you know, I thought she was like engaged and had like a stepkid and all these other things. And he like, you know, told me, you know, all the, all the, all the deets, all the tea. Mm-hmm. And then uh, she came up again. I don't know why. Cause I already said no. So then I saw it and I swiped left again. And it, it you know, it said, I missed a potential match. You just hate to say <laughs> that. I'm like, you know, me and <laughs> wait, Melissa could have been something. Wait, I don't know if it was because of the memes and she just did it because, but you know, me and Melissa could have been something. And I missed out on my opportunity, Dom. Isn't she engaged to like her girlfriend or something? That's like that? what I asked. I asked Tyler, like, I thought she was like, you know, engaged and like had a family and it was this beautiful thing. And then he, you know, gives me the tea and I'm like, oh, okay, apparently not. Cool. Nice to know. <laughs> Melissa, shout out. Ah. Hopefully you don't listen to this. Hopefully she doesn't. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. Man, well, I can we just not fucking talk about the podcast? Just fucking just dive in deep to your personal life. No, because it's not that interesting. Oh, yeah, true. You're boring. Anyways, yep, I give it to the uh, I'll give it to the Braves. I think they hold off, bring it back, and you have a Brave Astro World Series, which is going to be boring as fuck. I'm going to say it's either Braves in six or Dodgers in seven. If the Dodgers can get to seven, they win. But I'm, I'm going to go with the Dodgers. We like to see the world burn. I already committed to the Astros, and I said if the Astros win, then I want the Dodgers to win. Even though Dominic, I forgot to ask. Well, do you remember what your uh, World Series prediction was? Um, because I know I had the the Braves and the Yankees. I forget if you had the Yankees and the Dodgers. If that, I think I did have Yankees Dodgers. That sounds something like I would pick. I was I was I think I was hammering down Dodgers repeating to the World Series. And I think I was like high on the Yankees at the time with Stanton and Judge, and you know, just being like, "Oh, they're gonna they're gonna be healthy and they're gonna fucking win it all." After we buried uh, Aaron Boone, saying you know he needs to be fired, the Yankees re-signed him for three more years, Dominic. So I guess the Yankees aren't gonna win for another three years until twenty twenty six. I mean, you know, I I just have a wild idea. Why not fire him? Sign you and me to a contract, a million each, save a lot of money, and we'll do it, you know, 
a half-assed job just as much as he would. Exactly. I Thank mean, you. Start the petitions now. Okay. Start leaking Aaron Boone's emails. I mean, let's let, let let's let's not go down that rabbit hole. Okay, because you know, once it's just a chip of the iceberg. I plead the fizzeth. Anyways, let's move on. We're going to talk about NBA two weeks in a row. We have NBA. We have the kickoff of the 2021-2022 season. Yes, basketball is back. So we're not going to give like a full in-depth, you know, super duper review, but, you know, just kind of touch on it. We do have, you know, a few games or I guess one team, two teams, four teams have played two games. Dominic, do you know who the number one team in the West is? I'm sorry, I wasn't uh, paying attention. I was too busy telling the studio audience what you told me because we're having a great time about it. Do you know who the number one team in the Western Conference is, Dominic? It's the Warriors. That would be the Warriors. Yes, they are 2-0. and oh. Back-to-back prime time dubskis. No Clay Thompson quite yet, but the gang is kind of back together with Steph and Draymond and Andre Iguodala. Dominic, what? Because I know you watch the tape. You watch the basketball tape. Your thoughts on the Warriors thus far, 2-0. and They're beating some good competition, beating the Clippers, beating the Lakers. Are they for real? Are they going to actually do something this year actually miss, after missing the playoffs last season? Well, one thing that I'm really happy about is Jordan Poole kind of finally getting his game together and being, I'm not going to say an elite guard, but really stepping up and, and uh, replacing Klay Thompson. Um I mean, granted, it's only been two games, but he's knocked. He he's really worked on his jump shot and his three pointer, and kind of getting the whole game together. Um, Andre being back is, you know, always a great added defense. You know, he's not great at offense. I mean, he's all right, but his defense has always been freaking amazing. So having that is great. Um, I think when Clay comes back, you put Jordan to the to the second unit, and I I think they can be unstoppable. Any concerns about Clay? Two catastrophic major injuries back to back. He is scheduled to return like what, like January? So it gives him some time to kind of, you know, ease on into it until the playoffs start ramping up. Are you? What are you expecting from Clay this year? I I'm going to keep my expectations low just because I don't want to set them so high, and then when they he doesn't achieve them, you know, start talking shit. But I mean. I'm hoping, and and I think Kerr is going to be smart with him. I think as much as Clay is going to say, I'm ready, I want to fucking go, Kerr is going to be like, nah, you're going to get like five minutes a day. I don't give a shit if you knock down 10 shots, you know, and you're, you know, on the pace to, you know, hit 80 points in the fucking game. I'm going to fucking give you your five minutes. I think Kerr is that type of coach. He's a play. He was a player. He understands that player you know the great players are going to want to play through the injuries but it's clay thompson he needs to ease into it can't just go at 100 percent right off the right out of the gate so um you know i'll set my expectations low but that's something when we get closer to his return we'll, we'll cover it later god damn right so then uh, going through the rest of the waste uh, obviously we've only had like a game so can't really go off of the actual standings or anything like that but uh any other favorites? I mean, the Lakers, what are you looking at from like the L.A. team's point of view? The Lakers are kind of the big name right now. They bring in Westbrook, Carmelo. They're the old time Lakers. Everyone's like over 35 big time names. Are you what do you do you think they're just going to, you know, be a top team, just kind of coast, get into the playoffs and then ramp it up? Or are they just going to be dog shit the whole year? 
I mean, I, it's hard for me to say anything negative about the Lakers because they do have a whole all-star team on it. Um, if AD stays healthy um, and basically they figure out, I mean, it, let's be honest here. Westbrook is a ball hog. LeBron James is a ball hog. They're both very, you know, dominant. I'm not going to say anal, but they're very dominant and who possesses the ball. So you got to figure out who went on the floor is in charge and, you know, one making the plays and, you know, kind of being the captain on that floor. I would give it to LeBron, honestly, but, um, but no, um, I, I think they'll, they'll, they'll do, they'll do pretty good. Um, especially after the all-star break, that's if, you know, any of them get a break. Cause like I said, they have a whole all-star fucking team. But I think they'll do pretty good. I mean, I mean, I think they'll be the best LA team for sure. Then kind of going down a little bit to like those young bubble type teams like the Jazz, the Nuggets, the uh, Suns, the Mavericks, you know, got good star quality talent. The Suns made it to the finals last year, didn't exactly put it all together. But I would assume all these teams are going to still continue to be in the mix. Does, does any one of them kind of stand out? The Jazz, I believe, weren't they the, the top team last year? They didn't do anything. I mean, I think you were writing the Jazz's dick like a fucking I mean, you know, in a brothel, shout out right? the Jazz, baby. They're going to go all the way. They got new ownership. Dwayne Wade is going to teach those kids how to play basketball. Okay. I mean, Utah's okay. finally winning the chip. All right. Stockton Malone ain't got shit. I Dwayne give it. Wade. I'll give the Suns a championship before the, the Jazz. Just, just throw it out there. You're just hating on Dwayne Wade's coaching abilities. He's not a coach. He's like a part owner. Just okay. Well, actually, you, hang, on, hang on. I just thought of the two. And I don't know if I'll get shit for it, but Clay Thompson better than Dwayne Wade or no? I mean, who made the NBA 75 team? I mean, then that's the point I'm trying to make here. I mean, you know, if Clay Thompson is definitely 100% on that team, on that roster, then who do you take off? I don't know. I mean, I'm not the biggest NBA basketball aficionado when it comes to like the old James Harden, take that motherfucker off the old time he plays. But I was kind of looking around when I saw it on Instagram. I was like, huh, I don't know if that player should like there was like like Giannis. Like, I love Giannis and he's like a fantastic player. But is he like really top 75 right now? I mean, I feel like it's a little too, too early, but I but he'll get there eventually. I think that's more just like they're kind of projecting that he's going to be that. But like my thing is like, I, I don't understand like what makes Clay not qualify. You know, he has multiple all-stars, multiple championships. He is one of the best free throw, uh, free throw, no three point shooters of all time. So, you know, how does, where does, how come he's not on there? What's lacking basically is what I'm asking. Maybe they just, I mean, I don't know exactly what the criteria was, but if you kind of look around, you got, you know, Ray Allen and Reggie Miller and Curry and, you know, all those type of guys. So you kind of have, I don't know what you would call it. You're, you had like a certain set, kind of like what the, the NFL did with their 100 team. They had 100 players, but they kind of set it aside to like everybody, every position, every aspect of the game has its own number of players. So maybe that's what they were, that's maybe that's what they're going with. But, um, I mean, when all Carmelo thoughts on Carmelo being in there. No, I see. I know Carmelo is, you know, 
back in his prime was elite. But I mean, let's be honest. I think Clay Thompson is better than Carmelo Anthony. I said it. I don't give a shit. Damn. I mean, I'm just kind of going through it tonight. You know, I could ask you, you know, what do you think of George McCann compared to Clay Thompson's game? Oh, no, George McCann, definitely top, top 75. Okay. Okay. Definitely. Definitely. What about, uh, great, great, great guy. What about old Nate Thurman? You know, two warrior legends. I'll keep three. Yeah, like I said, I, I think there's a few people that you, you can leave out because they don't have the accolades that Clay has already accomplished this early in his clear, career with Clay the Rear. Eh? Huh? Eh? But um, I think there's a few people you can leave out with the multiple all-stars and the multiple championships, the three-point contest champion uh, win, uh, championship, whatever you want to call it, title. And... He's going to unplug me. Let him unplug me because I'm about to say some shit that's going to hurt some people's feelings. Fuck Carmelo Anthony. Fuck James Harden. And fucking fuck. I don't know who else. Just fuck him. Fuck Trapdoor to hell. Yep. Fuck Trapdoor to hell. Don't know why, but we're coming for you. Nothing. No other word. You're just coming for them. Coming on them. Okay. Uh, moving on over to the East. We have standing at the top of the East right now. We got, I mean, everybody knew the Knicks were going to be in the mix after the fantastic season they had last year. But I everyone mean, also I knew that so. the Charlotte Hornets and the Washington Wizards would be number one as well. But uh, no, seriously, I mean, the Knicks, they've won their past two games, you know, good for them. Uh, what do you think of the East? We'll talk about the controversial topics kind of at the end, but just strictly basketball. Dominic, obviously the Bucks are in the mix. The Nets with whatever the fuck is going on over there. Uh, Celtics, surprisingly, 0-2. So they're kind of struggling out the gate. It's not how you start, but how you finish, right? You taught me that, buddy. Eggs fucking exactly. Uh, the new look Bulls, they got to win. They're kind of uh, not saying they're a championship team by any means, but you know they got a, a fun core group of guys over there with Alonzo uh, and DeRozan. How about those 76ers, huh? Give me your analysis. Well, how about those 76ers? They are one and one, so you know they've won a game. They've also lost a game. But yeah, it is a complete shit show over there. The Ben Simmons drama continues. We thought he wasn't going to show up. He was done. They're going to trade him. And then he shows up, and then I guess Doc Rivers said, Doc said something, and then Ben Simmons said, no, I'm not doing that or whatever. And then Doc was like, fuck you, get the hell out of here. And then like the next day, he shows up, Ben Simmons to get like treatment on his back, but doesn't really do anything. He just like shows up, gets treatment and leaves. So this is just a, a complete clusterfuck drama session right now. We need HBO in on the Philly locker room. Cause I want to see what's going on. So what you're saying is that Ben Simmons is never going to play f- basketball in the NBA again, because he's a fucking prima Donna. And because he thinks he's hot shit, which he, he, I mean, he ain't, I, I mean, he's kind of like, you know, He's like the chicken that's in my kitchen right now. It was hot at one point, but now it's too cold to even want it. I have to reheat it up. So, you know, I don't want to reheat it up because I'm lazy. So I'm just going to throw it in the fridge. There you go. Ben Simmons is Dominic's chicken that he made for dinner today. Well, I didn't make it. My mommy made it. Oh, mommy made it. Okay. Did the studio audience eat mommy's chicken? How is that relevant? Because, you know, sometimes the studio audience isn't the biggest fan of your mom's uh, cooking. Pork. All right. She just doesn't like her pork. Yes. She will know she doesn't eat pork. But she also doesn't eat seafood. Yes. 
Because he's a, did the studio audience eat your mom's chicken? And I was like, excuse me? Who the fuck are you to talk about my my love life, all right? Hey, you did. Oh, Ooh, damn. We got heat oh. between the chicken. Oh, yeah. No, she didn't eat that shit, the fuck. Exactly. Okay, that's uh, that's enough. That's enough. Great analysis right now for the NBA. Maybe we'll talk about it in a... In did six- you your mom's chicken, Brandon? Uh, no, I had her raviolis. Ravioli, yeah. You ain't even Italian, dog. She... Shit. You're not even chicken. So I'm fuck triggered. you. Yeah, fuck you. All right, so we're done with all that. Let's move on over to the NFL week seven. Otherwise known as Bump bump. So we have a Thursday night game, the Cleveland Browns defeating the Denver Broncos 17 to a 14. This was uh, pretty much like the worst case scenario when it comes to Thursday games. This is the reason maybe Thursday games shouldn't exist because uh, pretty much everybody of consequence was injured for the Cleveland Browns, both the running backs, Baker Mayfield was out. Uh, Jarvis Landry coming off IR gets re-injured. Odo Beckham hurts his shoulder. He comes back. Uh, they're missing like offensive linemen, yada, yada, yada. Von, Von Miller gets injured like on the first drive. Everybody was dropping around, but Dearness Johnson, AAF legend, shows up. First career start, rushes for 146 yards, a touchdown. This absolutely goes the fuck off. So it didn't matter. Browns end up getting a win. This was a, a must win pretty much for both teams. They came in at three and three. Browns are above 500 now at four and three. The Broncos have lost four in a row. We were saying, you know, they're kind of frauds beating all those shitty teams. And here we are. They're actually, you know, playing good teams and they're losing. Who was the uh, the running back for the Browns again? I'm sorry. What was his name? <clears throat> Dearness Johnson. Just and a who, fantastic and- pickup for anyone who got him on the waiver wire. 24.3 points in regular scoring. Wow. 34.3 if you have a 10 point Oof. bonus for Jeez. the 100-yard game he had as oh an absolute God. mammo of a game. Shout Man. out Dearness Johnson carrying Oof. people during by McGinnon, during a week where every seemingly good team is on a bye this week and you're struggling to find a running back. Dearness Johnson is a legend right now. Tough I matchup mean, next week against the Steelers, but we saw last week with Alex Collins, Dominic, fantastic performance from him last week. So Dearness Johnson going to go to fuck off again, right? Yeah, I mean, I would believe so. And, you know, I just I would hate to be the poor sap who didn't pick him up and, you know, just got absolutely annihilated by somebody. But yeah. especially if, you know, you, you have a podcast for fantasy football and you like barely show up to it. And then, you know, that's what you're just missing on those fantastic analysis when you're not showing up to the podcast. Exactly. Right. Exactly. But, you know, going off of that. Um, you know, somebody who has Jarvis Landry on their fantasy team, who I, I knew I was going to regret playing him, because but I was thinking like, oh, it's the first game back. They're going to want to use him, utilize him. Nope. Only drops eight points. Fucking kills me. But um, he looked great. Like the first drive, I think I like two passes. But then going back, like Dearness Johnson was doing his thing. They didn't need to throw the ball all that often. So, yeah, I'm sorry, Dominic, for Dearness Johnson just. You know, no, it's fine. It's fine. Dicks down fine. The it's my Broncos fault. Throats. I should have. I should have just put faith in Crowder and just put him on the bench again. But um, no, I mean, like you said, 
everybody was dropping like flies. And I, I don't know what's wrong with Teddy Bridgewater because, I mean, ever since he played the Raiders, I felt he's just, I don't know if it's confidence or if it's just, you know, his intelligence level maybe dropped an IQ point or something. Cause I feel like there, that touch that um, interception he threw, I think in the second quarter, I can't remember, but clearly he underthrew the fuck out of it. And it was an easy pickoff. It was, it, and I was watching, I was just like, dude, like, why'd you even make that throw? Like, it was kind of like one of those moments of like, really, that's not, that wasn't a good choice. And it makes me want to second guess their, their uh, faith in him, basically. Yeah, not a good performance from, from Teddy Big Dick. He uh, had two touchdowns, but it was pretty much just like swing passes to the running backs and they did pretty much all the work. You know, he, he made like one good completion to Cortland Sutton down the field, but that was Sutton making like a spectacular one-headed catch. But uh, yeah, overall, Teddy Bridge, Bridgewater didn't look all that great. It's a lot of just short passes, easy passes, but then you have Drew Locke in, you know, as the backup. Yes, he might put on for his city, but I don't know if he's the the solution. The, I mean, Deshaun Watson's out there. They're, they try to get Aaron Rodgers, I guess. Do you think they, they try to get one of those people? I mean, what, I mean, we'll talk I about mean, the, we're talking about like after the season or during the season. I don't, I mean, Deshaun Watson apparently is like in very, very close to going to Miami. Do you think that's going to, I don't know if it's, I would assume I mean, Tua would be going to Houston, but let's look like we're getting closer to that uh, Deshaun Watson trade. I mean, first of all, Deshaun Watson, if he wants to make a playoff berth, Burfa. It would probably be with Denver. Granted, he would have to beat out the Raiders who on who are on top and have to withstand the Chiefs or Chargers eventually making the come up. But I think Denver would be the better choice for him. But Miami, he can you know just coast the rest of the season and the next season hit it hard. So I don't know. But I really hope he does get to play, you know, because you know he, he, he Again, you know, without talking about all the negative shit in his life, he is a good quarterback and he deserves to play. Except for all the countless accusations and innocent until yes. proven guilty. Okay. Okay. Uh, moving on to the games on Sunday, we have the Carolina Panthers, who are three and three, taking on the New York football giants at the Meadowlands. Uh, the Panthers, kind of similar to the Broncos, to where they started off really, you know, really hot, lost a few games recently. It is the Giants. They are very much banged up at the moment. Is this a, I don't know if I'd say a trap game because, you know, the Panthers aren't exactly the Rams last week, but do the Panthers fall victim to the Giants? I'm going to say no. I think the Panthers will um, bounce back, but I do expect uh, the Giants to put up a fight. Okay. Okay. I'm going to go with the uh, Panthers as well. The uh, running, the wide receiver situation over there, it's just terrible. I mean, if you have Sterling Shepard and if he's starting Dominic, I would uh, suggest you to definitely start him. I am. I'm starting okay, him okay. and Devin Booker is my, uh, not Devin Booker, whatever his name is. Booker is my running back. Devontae Booker? Sure. I think that's his name. Huh, why Why not? Uh, moving on to the other. Uh, we got the New York football Jets taking on the New England Patriots. This is will be in Foxborough. Last time these two teams met up, Zach Wilson threw four picks. Um, check the weather in Foxborough, as always. But uh, is it going to be a similar situation? 
Jets coming off a bye, so they got two weeks to prepare for this. Are the Jets going to upset the Patriots? Which the Patriots are two and four, and the Jets are one and four. So this is not exactly the sexiest of matchups. It's a winnable game, right? It's a winnable game for the Patriots. Um, not for the Jets. And this is the question I have for you, Brandon. I do have Crowder, James Crowder, you know, and, you know, he's. Or Jameson. Jameson, whatever the fuck his name is. I'm fucking buzzing. Shut the fuck up, you fucking fuck. But should I. So Collins is dealing with a hip issue. Should I put Crowder in as my flex or just write it out and see what happens? It's a tricky situation because you got one of them playing the 10 o'clock game. And you got the other one playing on Monday night. So you can't, you know, wait to see what Alex Collins thing or his status is. But I do like Jameson Crowder. I'm trying to pull up the numbers right now. Uh, Jameson Crowder, last time he played, he got, so he has one really good game, one not so great game. It's what you would expect from him. Very volatile, but coming off of the bye, you know, he came back from injury. I, I wouldn't be opposed to, you know, run, you know, whatever you're trying to, whatever I'm trying to say, you know, trying to roll the dice with him. But if Alex Collins is playing he would probably get more touches, but it is a tough New Orleans uh, run defense. I mean, I got nervous that Collins wasn't going to play, and I picked up his backup. So I saw that. Or did I pick up his backup? Picked up DJ Dallas. I did pick up his backup. Okay, good. So, yeah, I picked even up his I backup. Rashad, even just though to... I think Rashad Penny is like the actual backup. Actually, well, he had more touches than Penny. Oh, well, look at you. I pay attention. That's, a... because, that's because Rashad Penny's on IR. Oh, is he? Yes, he might. He might come back. Oh. Mm. 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 Are we done yet? Far from it. We got the Kansas City Chiefs taking on the Tennessee Titans. The Titans coming off a big win on Monday night against the Buffalo Bills. Stuffing Josh Allen at the goal line. They are four and two, taking on the Chiefs, who are three and three. They got back on the wagon after beating the football team. Uh, it is in Tennessee, rematch of the AFC Championship game from a couple years ago. Dominic, what do you see here? The Titans, they have a good record. I'm still not like convinced they're a, a good playoff Super Bowl contending team, but it is at home against a struggling Chiefs offense. Derrick Henry's been doing Derrick Henry things. Wish I had him still. Fuck. Hate to see it, but... Uh, Tennessee, you know, they kind of wrote the playbook of running the ball, holding the clock. And with his Chiefs defense, I think you can do that. The Chiefs a little bit banged up with uh, CEH out. Kelsey's still dealing with a stinger neck injury as well. Fuck it. I'm going to go with the Titans. I know they were my team last year, but I'm going to go with them this year. I think I'm going to agree with you. I feel like Kansas City just... You know, it doesn't matter that they won last week and, you know, that, you know, they're starting to put the pieces together. I think it's too late. And with some key injuries, I think the Titans, as long as Derrick Henry just keeps doing what he's doing, this is their game. So we got the line at Chiefs minus four and a half. So lock of the week is Tennessee Titans plus four and a half. We would take the money line, but, you know, we're trying to be a little safer. We'll just take the points, right, Dominic? Or are we just going all in? 
we've been right two weeks in a row. I mean, we had, the, we had the Trayvon Diggs INT. We had the Chiefs getting their brains beat in by the Bills. So, you know, we got a nice streak going. We can't just throw these points away. So fuck it. So fuck it. Fuck it. What what do we fuck it in? The money line. So we're just going to go Titans money line. Yee. Yee. Moving on over to the Washington football team. They travel to Lambeau Field to take on the Green Bay Packers. Packers are five and one. The football team is two and four. The Packers are an eight point favorite at home. No shock here. The Washington football team, not very good, especially on uh, defense. We got uh, Antonio Gibson dealing with like a shin injury. I think we both are going to go with the Packers, but I think it's just by how much. Dominic, are you, you taking the, uh, the the Packers minus yes. eight? Yes. Take the, are you going to take the points? Yes. Okay. Okay. Should we just yes. be a gambling podcast now? We'd be like uh, the other podcast. I mean, I don't want anything to do with that podcast, sir. Thank you very much. I have standards and morals and values. Okay. We're not degenerate gamblers. Exactly. Exactly. Moving on to the Atlanta Falcons taking on the uh, Miami Dolphins. The Falcons two and three coming off of a bye. No, I forget. Yeah. Anyway, they had a bye because Cordell didn't play. I wouldn't know. Okay. Thank you, Dominic. I, I'm getting the, the London games mixed up. So, yes, they're coming off of a bye from last week because they were in London two weeks ago. And now they face the Miami Dolphins, who we already talked about a little bit. Tua might be on the market. They might be getting Deshaun Watson. Uh, it is at home. Dolphins, not exactly the best team offensively in the world, but they uh, they put up some points last week uh, in in London. They So you never know. Dots. This is going to be a sneaky shootout, Dominic. Uh, I'll go with the Falcons. I feel like Matt Ryan and whatever combination of receivers he's using is working. So why not go with the devilish Falcon? Yeah, it's getting me all, you know, messed up because the Falcons were on a bye last week because they were in London, but then the Dolphins were in London last week, but then they didn't take the bye, but then the Jaguars took the bye. It's just so confusing. We're going to go with the Falcons. Dominic has Cordell Patterson. I got Mike Davis. They're both scoring a touchdown. Fucking hammer it in. Even though it's not the lock of the week, we're still taking the uh, the Titans money line. But sure. both of them scoring a touchdown, right, Dominic? I already said sure, asshole. God, you even listen to me? Of course. Yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely. What's my name? Duncanino. God damn it. Then we have uh, the marquee game, I would say, of the morning slash early games. Uh, Mr. X's Bengals. They are four and two. They take on the Ravens five and one. A big AFC North matchup. A prove it game for the Bengals. Dominic, do the Bengals actually get it done on the road? against the Ravens part of me part of me wants to you know say yes just so Mr. X wouldn't will you know will continue to email us and interact with us and be our liaison for artistry work um so I'm gonna go with the Bengals I don't want to fuck up that relationship okay okay so uh, I'll be the bad guy I'll go with the Ravens I'm a little, I know what an asshole I'm going to be. I'm a little scared because the Ravens, they had the really great game last week against the uh, chargers, but then they also let the Colts just, you know, throw it all over the field. And I would say that the 
you know, chargers are a better offensive team than the Colts, obviously. So I don't, it's kind of hard for me to really expect, because I would say the Bengals are kind of in between those two teams. They're not quite the chargers, but they're definitely better than the Colts. The chart or the uh, Bengals are at full strength. They got, uh, well, I guess uh, P Ryan, I forget if he's still on the COVID list or not, but uh, Joe Mixon is there. Hopefully he doesn't do anything, but Joe Burrow is going to go the fuck off. Definitely not, uh, you know, favorited or whatever you call it because I'm starting my fantasy, but I will go with the Ravens. They're going to just do just enough. I'm going to say it's going to be a shootout, but the Ravens are just, just enough. Then we get the Rams hosting the lions. Um, the Ravens are the, the Rams are going to win. Lions will try their hardest, right? They'll, they'll, they'll be there. Don't know if they'll... Yeah, I'm going to give it, I'm going to give it to the fucking Lions. You know why? Because Jared Goff is going to go off on his former team just to be like, suck my lioness dick for trading me away for this piece of shit. That's what he's going to think. But you're also, but you're forgetting it's a double revenge game. Matt Stafford's doing the same thing. You know, Matt Stafford is happy to be out of Detroit. So let's not, let's not go down that road. Okay. So it's only a revenge game for Jared Goff. He's the salty one. Matt Stafford is grateful and happy that he was able to leave. Okay. Dominic. Once again, leaving this thing on mute, thinking he unplugged. I'm getting all scared. Maybe he just can't hear me regardless. Or maybe no, I, I, I just, I was doing something. What? I was just going on a, on a tangent because I was talking and then you didn't listen to me. Dominic, are you getting your ass beat right now? No, I had to reach for something and I couldn't unmute to talk. And I wasn't, you know, I was too busy talking to the studio audience, getting questions for oh. the podcast. Okay, okay. Uh, big, big game here, Dominic. We got the Las Vegas Raiders taking on the Philadelphia Eagles. This will be in Las Vegas. Uh, Raiders coming off a big, big win with the new head coach. Forget what his name is, but he got a win. Good for him. Um, the Eagles are the Eagles. They lost to it's the a Buccaneers. Trap game. Okay. It's a oh. Fucking trap game. Mr. It's Raider out. Mr. Raider out here going to pick against them? No, I'm still going to pick my Raiders, but it's a fucking trap. You guys got to be prepared. Fucking ball out. Darren Waller, Hunter Refro, Henry Ruggs, Derek Carr, Josh Jacobs, fucking Kenyon Drake. All y'all need to play at 100%. And fucking work hard, eat your proteins, drink your shakes. Don't let them fucking fool you. They can kick your ass. And take care of your chickens. Thank you, Marshawn. Appreciate exactly, it. Exactly, exactly. I'm going to go with you. I'm going to go with you. I'm going to go with the Raiders as well. The Eagles are coming off on a, of a long week, Thursday night last week. So they will be prepared. They should be healed up. But I will go with the Raiders with the hometown pick. Then we get the Arizona Cardinals hosting the Houston Texans. Um, kind of similar to the Rams Lions. Uh, I would assume we're both going with the Cardinals, but we've seen the Texans play play tough. It's you know in Arizona, so it's going to be inside a dome trap game, possibly. Cardinals lose. Mm, it's the Cardinals. No, I'm I'm okay. I'm okay. Okay. So uh, moving on, we get the Tampa Bay Buccaneers hosting the Chicago Bears. Buccaneers. Long week after the Thursday game. Bears coming off a loss to the Green Bay Packers. Congratulations to Aaron Rodgers, who bought stock in the Chicago Bears because he owns them. So uh, does Aaron Rodgers get two wins this week with the Green Bay Packers and his uh, team, the Chicago Bears? Uh, I'm, I'm going to say no. I don't think he owns majority, but I mean, you know, I'm, I'm going to say he doesn't own enough for to get a double victory. 
Okay, okay. I will go with the Buccaneers as well. They are quite a bit banged up. Uh, Gronk still out. Antonio Brown will not be there, but uh, they'll they'll do just enough. Damon Williams continued. Well, he might play on Sunday, but uh, he will not be there until Saturday. He, he can't be activated until Saturday. So don't know what's going to go on there. Uh, Sunday night football, the San Francisco 49ers coming off of a bye. Take on the Indianapolis Colts. Both teams have two wins. So in uh, both teams, we would say have playoff aspirations. So a, a must win for both these teams. A little early, I would say, to say a must, must win. But three and three, three and four looks a whole lot better than vice versa. Right, Dominic? Who gets the win? Who gets their illustrious third win of the season? It's going to be, drum roll, please. It's, it's the Colts. It's the Colts. It's the Colts. Jimmy G seemingly is healthy. Does that make uh, any much of a difference? Better for worse? Nope, because I feel like the Jimmy G hype is long gone. It is on a train to Budapest. It is gone. And Trey Lance is going to be the future of that organization. They got football in Budapest? Fine. Um, the, the Germany. I don't know. Um, I will go with the 49ers well-rested. They get the quarterback back. I'm not the biggest fan of Jimmy G either, but I would say he will, uh, you know, do better in the offense than what Trey Lance has been able to do uh, thus far. Uh, Then Sunday night game or Monday night game, the Seagulls host the New Orleans Saints. The Seagulls almost got it done with Geno Smith, but just were not unable to uh, get the victory in overtime a lot of overtime games this week and in the season uh they take on my king not dominic's king uh james winston the saints coming off of a bye taking on those old seagulls dominic uh, what do you see in this one saints at three and two still despite having a winning record don't feel like a, a playoff you know top team quite yet that's because your quarterback sucks balls but that's not the hero there um i will go with the Seagulls, it's going to be a battle of a bad starting quarterback and a eh, backup quarterback. So it's going to be it's going to be a fun game. Um, it's going to be it's going to be down to the wire. And um, what the I'm going to go with Seattle. I'm going to go with the Saints, the secondary. Not great for Seattle. Marquez Callaway going to hit a going to have a bomb touchdown. Jameis just chucking it up there. He's going to have, you know. He's going to have a Jameis interception and a Jameis touchdown. Boom. Book it. I mean, let's be honest here. It's Jameis. He's going to throw like three interceptions and like have like a touchdown. Which which I was thinking, shouldn't interceptions count as yardage for the quarterbacks? You know, technically he threw it, someone caught it, and they ran it. So technically, like, shouldn't it count? It should count, but it should be negative yards. No, it should be positive yards. Why? Because you have Geno Smith as your starting quarterback and he just keeps throwing interceptions? Uh, actually, Mac Jones. Jones, Mac Jones is my starting quarterback. All right. You know. Mike Jones? Who? Mike Jones? Who? Mike Jones. Who? Mike Jones. Mac Jones, you Mike. fools. I said Mike. You did say Mike. Proud of you. Who? Oh. Okay. Um, uh, that is it for the NFL for the previews for Dominic's picks. So that means we go on over to the mailbag. Uh, otherwise, don't us. 
it's known as Mr. X's. Picks of or picks of the week? No, he has questions of the week. God, Dominic, what are you fucking doing, you dumbass? No and friends this week. Um, what do I you know? Haley did see it. She didn't send in a question. You just hate to see it. Uh, you know, big fluff saw it. Also, uh, Keck underscore Marietum eight oh seven four. You say cuck? Uh, no, but her uh, bios has a arrow pointed down and says, "Watch me deep throat with a uh, emoji." <laughs> That's funny. And then few Lacey's eight one eight nine says, "Watch my first blowjob." And then Netherin underscore Duran nine five one six says, "Watch my defloration." So, so the question is, do we need to research this for the podcast? Uh, maybe, maybe. All right. I need to we, click on. We, I probably shouldn't click on this leak, but I don't know what. What does defloration mean? I don't know, but me and the studios can come over tomorrow and we can do some research together. Oh God! I had to make sure the video, the uh, thing was. I'm I'm not clicking any more links. I don't. My phone is already kind of bugged as it is. I I can't be getting no uh, uh no things. I'm sorry. I didn't want you know if the uh, kids are listening to the podcast. We apologize. Yeah, deep throat and fucking blowjob. That, hey, that, that's funny. Sh- shout out deep throat. You know, that's a historical nickname. Really? You just know everything about deep throating now? Uh, no, Dominic. It's from Watergate. Oh. You already forgot. Totally that. forgot about that. Yeah. Well, Mr. X says hello all. So studio audience, mascot, hello. Brandon hello. says hello. Dominic Howdy. says hello. Thank you. Hi. How are you? How's the weather? Okay, great, good, great, good. Uh, so, how's the weather? No, I'm just, I'm just asking him how's the weather. Jesus. Uh, well, it's kind of shitty because it's been raining and I just fucking hey dumped. I'm it. the one with the fucking questions, all right? So both of you need to shut your mouths. This Thank is the you. one time of the week Dominic has some sort of power. This is my fucking segment, okay? Uh, actually, it's Mr. X's. Okay, it's Mr. X's and my segment, okay? Jeez. He says, if, comma, if the Astros go on to the World Series and win, will the stigma of their cheating scandal overpower a possible world title? It shouldn't, because this team is a completely different team than uh, the 2017 team. I mean, what it's like Correa, uh, Altuve, and... Uh, Bregman are like the only guys who are still there from the 17 season. So pretty much everybody is just completely different, but it's just always going to linger. I think until, you know, everybody leaves and it's a completely new team and no one's even remotely linked to it, especially if it is the Dodgers and the Astros uh, as this moment, the Astros are winning two to zero going or going to the bottom of the eighth. So the Red Sox have uh, one more shot at it. So definitely by the time this podcast is done, we should know, but um, it's always going to be there. Wall, you know, Altuve and all them are there, but it, it it's kind of weird because, well, do you think they're not cheating, right? But then this would be the perfect time to cheat because no one expects them to. And that's where the Astros will always have their issues, I guess. Anyways, thoughts on Mr. Cantor's remarks he made online. While he made true and valid points, could he be jeopardizing his career? Well, I will be honest. I have no idea what the hell he's talking about. Sodomic, do you even know what he's talking about before I Google this? Um, you should just start Googling it while I can bullshit something about uh, Mr. 
Anals Cantor. Is that how you say his name? Anal Cantors. Um, never liked him as a player. I thought he's a piece of shit. I think he started dating Dana Brooke at one point in the time and, you know, went to the WWE. I think he's just a piece of fucking shit. You know, he thinks he's hot shit and he ain't. He's a terrible basketball player. He has had only a couple good games. That's about it. Let's be honest here. He is top dog shit, in my opinion. Joakim Noah, better than him. Just throwing it out there. Did you look it up yet? Uh, so apparently he, well, God damn it! Of course, I click on the Washington Post and it's going to tell me to buy shit. But the, uh, whatchamacallit, the headline says, China wipes Boston Celtics from NBA broadcast after Ernest Cantor slams abuse in Tibet. So he's uh, going the opposite LeBron James stance, and he's going anti-China here, which is good for him. If that's what he uh, believes in, (sighs) I can't completely comment on it because obviously we just found out what the fuck he was talking about today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, but but you do got to say, you know, NBA trying to have that global reach. Do they really want someone like that playing in their league? I don't think so. I, don't I mean, I haven't been reading up on the uh, the China Tibet stuff, you know, you should probably well, have you been reading up on hockey. Oh, yeah, of course. Definitely. I saw so he er- says, yes, I'm going to talk about hockey. I'm absolutely thrilled that the NHL is back on ESPN for the first time in about 16 years. That being said, I'm surprised that defeating the defending champion Tampa Bay Lightning haven't been playing well. Even more surprising is Las Vegas in last place right now when they're when they've been at powerhouse in the West the last couple of seasons. My Anaheim Ducks are in the middle of the pack right now in the Pacific Division. My new favorite team, the Seattle Kraken, aren't doing so hot. All that in mind. It is still very early in the season, and anything can happen. Well, you know. Exactly. Go Sharks, baby. Go, Go sharks. sharks. Yeah. You know, Mr. X, you just want to give us like a, an update on the NHL of what's going on. You know, you're more than welcome to. You can just air your grievances and your thoughts on hey. the NHL. Okay, me and, okay. Hang, me on, Do- hang on, hang on. Me and Dominic will not add anything to it, but, you know, we Does appreciate it. Does that mean it. I have to give him an, another, another jingle? No, it's just, it's just in his segment. Okay, so it's like Mixer Asher's questions of the week with his NHL update, or no, just Mr. X's questions of the week. Yes, because it's like okay. questions, like comma statements. Yeah. So should I just redo the whole thing? Just Mr. X's segment of the week. Exactly. No. Okay. Anywho, my question to you is: Wait, is this to me or to you or to us? I don't know. Well, it is the question. The email is curveball and chair shots. So it's just to the podcast. You, the podcast. Okay. okay, Hopefully the logo, hopefully he made our logo like anamorphic. It can talk because that's what he's talking to. Okay, good. So my question to you is for fun. If you could start an NHL franchise of your own, what city would it be? And what would be the name? Oh, fuck. I got to think hard on this one. Oh, damn it. You go first. Um, we're going to Oklahoma City, and we're going to call it the Lightning. No, we have that. The Thunder. <laughs> you serious? Totally. Not talking to you. I'm talking to him. Jesus. Anyways, uh, Brandon, are you being serious? No, we bring back the Oakland Seals. The Oakland, no. Or, no, was it the Seals? I forget. I'm right? thinking about going to somewhere no one would expect... Yes, it was the Oakland Seals. See, I fucking know hockey, Dominic, all right? The California Golden Seals, baby. I want to go somewhere random 
So I'm going to pick like fucking North Dakota. And we're going to be called the North Dakota, North Dakotian uh, fucking m- moose. Meese? Is it moose or meese? Mr. Meeseeks? <laughs> we're going to be North Dakota moose. We're going to be the moose knuckles. There, there you go. Now you're starting to think. There we go. Um, let's see. I'm trying so, to see what's, what's the North Dakota like. What are the gimmicks in North Dakota? I think lots of drugs and fucking parkas because it's freezing. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I just thought, you know, like you never hear of like anything in North Dakota sports related, right? So I was like, figured like, fuck it. Let's bring them a sports team. You know, it's cold. So hockey should be like a favorite sport down there, right? Sure. Sure. Anyways, that's it for the sports. Let's get a couple wrestling questions up in this bitch so we can get on with the get on so I can get to bed and eat some cookies and fucking wake up and drink some coffee and take a shit and then watch some college football. Even though I don't want to watch college football. And fucking... Anyways. So are you going to sleep and then sleep, eat cookies? Possible. Okay. So you're like, it's like the Brock Lesnar, like eat, sleep, suplex, repeat. Yes. Okay. So it's like a weird. So what in the hell are they going to do with the women's titles? Could they keep the wrong titles on the wrong shows until Survivor Series when they could hopefully unify the championships? But I wouldn't be surprised if they do the time on a tradition of trading the titles. Brandon, what's happening? Come on. You're Mr. Know-it-all. Well, on SmackDown, I saw they tweeted something that they're going to apparent, quote unquote, this is their direct quote, apparently swap titles this was on the twitter machine i i mean i would assume mr x he sends these in like in the morning so this just happened like a couple hours ago we haven't seen smackdown it's occurred already so i mean by the time he listens to this by we talking about this i probably or i could just go to the instagram and just see what i wonder i wonder if on. like he's sending these questions and there's ever been a time like he sends in like like a like a he's like oh you know this is a good question i'm gonna send it in and, like 10 minutes later he looks and he's like fuck that answered my question yeah, well, you know, it happens to the best of us. But I am looking, and it does look like they did just switch, because I'm looking at a graphic for Raw on Monday, and Becky Lynch has the red belt. Oh, yeah, and Sasha and uh, Charlotte's holding the blue belt, and she's talking with Sasha. Oh, that's nice. That's nice. Shout out Sasha, wearing her bedazzled gown, uniform. Onesie. Bedazzled gown, uniform, Sasha Banks, MVP 2022. Any hoots. I'm so happy for his and breaking news. AJ Brown won't be giving Chipotle a second chance after his bout with food poisoning. Breaking news. Damn. Hate to see it. Sorry for Chipotle. I bet you they lost a lot of customers after that. Yeah. Dominic, you ever had a bad, bad bout at Chipotle? Actually, no, I haven't. Miss hmm. So Mr. Mr. Dominic has never had an issue with Chipotle. Interesting. Nope. Chipotle has always been good to me. That's nice. Taco Bell. Taco Bell, on the other hand. Oof. If Taco Bell CEO if is listening to this right now, you sir owe me a pair of pants. Just saying. Are you gonna post chili more? No. Uh, I'm happy for his royal highness, King Woods, on becoming the new king of the ring. Will he have a full-fledged king gimmick now? And how long do you think he'll keep it? Do you think this could also lead to a well-deserved singles title run for his majesty? This could be a singles run 
I think there's a bunch of different ways you could go with it. Um, you could do it to where, because New Day is like the perfect gimmick for this, to where they are obnoxious. They're, I mean, they're baby faces, but sometimes they can get on my nerves a little bit for their their antics. But you could either go that route, just have you know Xavier Woods wear a crown to do the New Day shtick, or you do it to where he's super over the top and super annoying, and that leads to a breakup. It's not exactly Woods turning on Kofi. It's just Kofi just kind of, you know, walking away from Woods. So they don't, because they've always said they never wanted to like, you know, break up or have a feud. So they can break up without breaking up. Well, I mean, the thing with that though, is you're technically breaking them up. If he walks away, that's him leaving the group. But they're not like, you know, beating up on each other. So it's more, it's more like a, Hey, you go do your thing. I don't want to hold you back. I'm going to go do my thing. And then, and you know, if we need each other, we'll always be there for each other. That's what you're saying. Sure. Just like you and me, buddy. What are you and talking your about? Co- you're, you're, you're oh, that's what he you're said, Mar- uh, studio audience. Oh, my God. Maybe me and him are meant to be best friends. You're Xavier Woods, for obvious reasons. The fuck? Excuse me? What? Wait. Oh. Oh, I got you. Thank you, buddy. I appreciate it. You're welcome. You're welcome. Um, I'll tell you off the air. Yes, that's exactly why. Yes. What? Studio audience, do you remember what Mr. Xavier Woods partaked in? Here we go. (laughs) Yes. That's why he said, I'm Xavier Woods for particular reasons. (laughs) I have a huge dick, apparently, according to Brandon. I don't know why he's, you know. Okay, can, can I read this last question before we keep golf topic and go off the deep end? I'm just letting you drown here, buddy. You, if you want to move on, you can move on. How am I drowning? I mean, I mean I'm drowning in pussy. Thank you. Okay. Uh, where do you think the storyline with Paul Hammond goes next? Will he keep playing both sides until the big payoff of Survivor Series? Do you feel it would be more interesting for him to stay with Roman, which would mean Brock has. Oh, wait, sorry. Which mean Brock was bluffing the whole time just to get under Roman skin because I feel like Paul going back to Brock is kind of predictable. So the whole impetus or the, you know, the big moment of the match at Blood Money was Paul throwing the title in between both Roman and Brock. And, you know, mate, Paul's probably going to say like, oh, he's clumsy and he's not good at throwing or whatever, but the whole premise of the story going into it in theory was Paul Heyman is probably aligned with Roman with Roman, but just Brock is trying to get one up on Roman and Paul by trying to, you know, give him that dissension. But Paul was never leaning into it until he was doing the cheeky little things beforehand. And then the thing and with the title. So Roman, his character should see that and just murder him and just, you know, vanquish you know vanquish him away and just be like i don't want nothing to do with you because he put him in jeopardy now he's probably not going to do that they're still going to be together which kind of messed up the whole storyline like i think it would have been so much better if paul didn't do anything compared to tossing that belt in the ring because i would assume they're going to go back to it maybe at wrestlemania and so or they just double down and have brock or have Heyman and roman together 
just don't, you know, no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Just have Paul and Roman be together and Brock is on his own. Because now that you mudded the water, it hurts Roman because Roman is probably just going to take Paul back in. Now they'll probably try to work around and make, you know, Paul even more of a simp than he has been. But I don't know. It was kind of the story has been so great up to this point. I'm not saying they like ruined it, but it was a blemish in the match. I would say. I mean, the question I have that I just thought of is like, so Brock and Paul were a big thing. Paul is now with Roman. Could you bring in somebody that is close to Roman and have them be Brock's kind of advisor now, a.k.a. maybe like a quiche? I was going to say Rikishi or maybe even <clears throat> Dwayne Johnson, maybe. Yeah, and I don't, I don't think Brock and old Dwayne like each other too much. What are you talking about? They're best friends. Yeah, they go out to Saskatchewan and. Didn't, lift, didn't lift. you see the video of the walk, the walk, the guacamole of the rock going in to shake and talk to Brock Lesnar after that USC fight a couple years ago? Come on. Yeah, but Joe, they had that really big SummerSlam match in 2002 and they hate each other. Oh, my God. You're such a nerd sometimes. Well, if you want to be a nerd like Brandon, <sighs> send in your questions at curveballncs at gmail.com. Or if you want to be like Mr. X and get love and affection and praise and a jingle, send in your questions. Curveballncs at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram, Curveballs and CS. Everything in the description of the podcast. Okay, thank you. Good night. Uh, now we get into the wrestling portion. Yeah, wrestling. Can I just I'm, go to bed? I mean, you could go to bed. I thought we were going to play all night long, Dominic. Play on the fuck? Consensually. Who said we were going to play tonight? <laughs> okay, you okay? Want some, want some water? You choking over there? Okay. Okay. Uh, Dominic, uh, any thoughts on, on Blood Money? Did you watch it? Did you see any clips? Any thoughts? Any prayers? Any insights? Hang on. I'm trying to get comfortable. Laying in bed. My back hurts because, you know, I work hard. I don't sit on my ass all day writing stories. I don't sit on my ass all day. Sometimes I lay my stomach and write stories. You would lay on your stomach, you little bitch. Put my feet uh, up no, in I, the I air. didn't watch so anything. Cute. Did not yeah. watch anything about blood money. Don't support yeah. it. Good job, Donald. You have standards. You have morals. Did you watch it? Yeah, I thought it was a great show. Probably by far the best blood money they've ever done. Um, Goldberg didn't kill Lashley. That's good. Whether it be you know in storyline or in actuality with him botching something, but overall fantastic show i know you got a cock dominic if you you know turn it on your cock and you can watch it i would i would suggest so i mean the cell match was really good i could i could i could watch it on the cock but i was not gonna watch it hmm. saw the halloween movie on the cock uh how was that quick review um i thought the movie was terrible because it yeah it just it was terrible it was fucking terrible I mean, yeah, Michael Myers killed, killed some people, you know, kind of like they explained a lot of stuff, but like it was fucking terrible. And the ending was very terrible. Very terrible. All right, moving on to AEW real quick. Uh, Malachi Black defeats Dante Martin. Uh, good match, you know, high flying. Dante gets a lot of love. Malachi Black gets the dub ski. Uh, Dante and Leah Rusher at tag team now, and Malachi Black will take on Cody tomorrow. 
is uh Arn Anderson gonna have his Glock still? Maybe. What do you think is gonna happen tomorrow? Does Malachi Black just beat him and Cody turns heel? Cody gets a win because he's Cody. What do you what do you expect him tomorrow? I think the smart thing is to have Malachi win and that could send, you know, Arn can maybe like try to be like, all right, hey, you guys work on some shit and Cody turns on Arn. All right. I like it. I like it. Uh, we have the inner circle and American top team segment uh, going back to Rampage. They had their uh, big tag team match. Uh, I thought the match was a lot of fun. Junior DeSantos. I mean, he was okay. Jorge Masvidal's knee looked like shit, but all in all, good time. Dan Lambert comes out and just, you know, beats up and just buries everybody. It was a good time. Really enjoying what Dan Lambert's doing. And, uh, you know, Paige Van Zandt, best, best page in the game. Doing Paige great Van Zandt work. is ugly as shit, and I stand by that statement. Um, WWE Paige, Saraya Knight, way better than her. Um, oh, and I just got something thrown in my head for that. Um, uh, lost my train of thought. Oh, I do not care for this America top tag team, whatever fuck they're called. I don't like it at all. I think, you know, as a one-off fine, but how they're it's becoming like every day, every episode kind of thing. I don't like it at all. I think they, you know, don't belong there. And I'm, you know, that sounds bad, but like, I don't mean it like that. I just mean like they're not to me. They, I wouldn't tune in to pay-per-view just to watch them. They're not a main draw. I do wish Dan Lambert was like with a main event, like higher level person. Cause I do enjoy what he's doing. I like his shtick and you know, Scorpio sky and Ethan Page are fine. They're talented, but I kind of, you know, I kind of wish to see like in a different light, you know what I'm saying? Like if, well, I understand. I don't even know who I would pair him with because it's like MJF doesn't need him. Sting. Uh, Yes. Sting turns heel, turns on Darby and we get Dane Lambert just burying the hell out of Darby Allen. Make it happen. Uh, we get the Lucha Bros taken on uh, the Frogs, which was FTR in a in a in a gimmick and some Lucha outfits, and they are the new Triple Triple A Tag Team Champions. So this is going to set up a uh, FTR Lucha Door Lucha Bros match at uh, which we call it Full Gear. A couple weeks uh, should be a lot of fun. What you think of uh, the shenanigans and everything of that ilk? I mean, I thought. It, I mean. To be honest, I didn't expect FTR to be in the Luchador outfits, but you know, it kind of made sense because who else would the Luchador Lucha Brothers face? So, you know, it was cool. It was all right. Uh, John Moxley fucks up Wheeler Yuta, setting up the uh, Eliminator match. Uh, we've have the announcement of all the people involved. Uh, I guess we'll talk about it at the end, but uh, that's that was that uh, the Super Click. Beats the Dark Order. Fun match all the way around. Definitely uh, building up the Hangman segment. We'll just jump into it. Hangman cuts a promo. He just kind of talks about you know everything that's kind of been around him. And, you know, when he was at the height of his career, he leaves to have a child. I loved it. I thought this was fantastic. I mean, my favorite part of AEW thus far has been the Hangman Kenny feud and that was kind of like the main reason I was wanted to go to Chicago was thinking that was going to be the match at all out. It wasn't, you know, obviously still a fantastic show, but I'm excited to see hangman and Kenny at uh, full gear and see what they can do. Love the promo. Dominic. What'd you think? I thought it was great. The question I have for you is if when, when we get to 
the big blow off. If Kenny wins, is it the wrong choice or is it the right choice to prolong it even more? That is the big question. I did think they were going to hold off on it and maybe give it to a revolution or double or nothing because double or nothing is like the big show. And I mean, what will we probably will be going to double or nothing. Maybe, I don't know, but uh, they do say that's like their big, big show. And you kind of want those big blow offs. Hangman is the type of character they've done it before where he loses, but then I just kind of equate this to the Johnny Gargano thing. You have a great thing. You could have just went with it. Yes, the chase is better than the catch, but sometimes when you prolong it too much, you miss the the apex. So I don't know if full gear, if you can get more out of it at full gear. I mean, we have a show, a couple more shows leading up to it, but I say you just pull the trigger. Just have Hangman beat him. Just have that moment. I mean, but you, you could always it. you could always have interference be the big one. You could do it to where like maybe, you know, Cutler or you know Don Callis interferes. Okay, yeah, you win, but ha ha ha! I still got the title. You go then you go to full gear, and you know they're banned from ringside. But the Young Bucks come and fuck them up and get them DQ'd or whatever. And then you could pay it off a double or nothing in type inside of a. I can't say hell in a cell because WWE, but you can do a type of cage to keep everyone out. And that's where hangman gets the big payoff. I can see that, especially with the eliminator tournament kind of hanging over everything. You can have the match. Technically hangman didn't like earn it traditionally by winning a bunch of matches. He just won the ladder match. So if he does lose it, but then, I mean, we've seen so much interference with the Kenny stuff before you don't want to get into like that evil territory to where it's just, you know, eye rolling and WWE territory, but um, yeah, it's going to be, it's I'm very excited to see the full gear match because it is one of those things. If you can legitimately see either one of them uh, winning uh, MJF and sting have a little segment MJF, you know, still going after Darby Allen, uh, you know, fun stuff for uh, you know them two to interact uh, main event, Brian Danielson taking on Bobby fish, another uh, fantastic technical type match. Danielson beat uh, Minoru Suzuki on Friday, beats Bobby Fish on Saturday. Brian Danielson, this is pretty much what I expected them to be doing, just wrestling everybody, having great matches, and you know, just having the time of his life. You know, he could have been a WWE doing it too, but, you know, he had to do his own thing. Fucking punk-ass, bitch-ass motherfucker. But I'm also happy that I get to see the true Brian Danielson. So, no complaints. Uh, then they did the whatever they introduced the eliminator tournament. It looks like it's going to be Brian Danielson taking on John Moxley at full gear. What do you think of that? Does that kind of prolong or not prolong, but kind of makes you think of what they're doing in terms of the hangman match is Moxley turning heel. Is he just going to be, you know, more edgier and kind of, he's going to play the heel role, but he's not going to full fledged turn. What do you think? I think he'll play the heel role. Danielson will get the upper hand and win. And then you'll have Kenny and Danielson at the main event and the next pay per view. Okay. Okay. I will agree. Look at that, Donald. We're just agreeing uh, on everything. Then we have NXT. Just going to quickly run through it next week. We have Halloween Havoc, the big match. Just it's not only the women's title match hanging in the balance, it's the future of NXT 2.0 on curveballs and chair shots, Dominic. 
if Mandy Rose wins, we will no longer cover NXT 2.0. We'll probably still, you know, be like WWE and touch on when they have the takeovers and the big shows. But it's a big, big night next week. Halloween Havoc. No, this is the only time in my life I will root for Mandy Rose to win a match. No Shotzi hosting. Unfortunately, it's going to be uh, LA Knight. Hopefully, LA Knight doesn't pop up in a leotard devil latex outfit. But um, uh, yeah, have you been keeping up with Shotzi's movie horror nights and watching all the movies she's recommending? No, I've just been watching that, though. The videos. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Saving them mm-hmm. in the camera roll. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, don't really know what to go. I mean, the, they, they had matches pretty much like the same shit. Uh, Carmelo Hayes, title celebration. Good for him. Uh, I guess we could just preview Halloween Havoc a little bit. Do you actually think Mandy Rose is going to beat Raquel Gonzalez next week? Yes. Okay. I'm going to go with no. I think Raquel's going to get the win. She still needs a little bit more seasoning. I think if she were to get, if she was going to get called up, she would have been drafted by now. She would have been drafted. So I think that is a little bit of a telltale sign. And if they are going like in the new, newer direction, I would assume they would want like, you know, a younger person to beat Raquel than actually Mandy Rose. But it seems like every person who's like got somewhat of a push before in NXT 1.0 is not doing so hot in 2.0, like Saray, Saraya, whatever the fuck her name is. She's like nowhere to be seen. She gets beat up on and uh, yada, yada, yada. Tag team title match, women's tag team title match. We get uh, Indy and her friend, Toxic Attraction, and uh, EO and Zoe Stank. It's going to be in a ladder match, so it is a way to kind of get out of it if you don't want the champions to lose. But uh, what is her name from Toxic Attraction. Uh, JC Jane, one of the uh, worst suicide. No. No. And the triple threat match with Priscilla Parata and Io Shirai, one of the uh, slowest suicides you'll ever see. She came to like a screeching halt, jumped, and just ate shit on the floor. Hopefully she's okay. (laughs) But uh, she couldn't finish the match. And they have the triple threat tag title match next week. So hopefully she, uh, she gets up. But that was. Because I saw something that she really hurt herself. I was like, oh, I wonder what happened. And then I watched and I was like, oof, that was just not good. <laughs> it look. was one of those moments where you're like, no shit, you hurt yourself. You fucking fucked everything up. Yeah, it was like, it's kind of one of those things to where if we were to try to do it, but that we've never, ever tried it before. And we like realized right before you're going to jump, this is a terrible idea. And we stopped, but we're too fat. We couldn't slow down our bodies. So, okay, so hang on. The question is, the what was worse? That or Brie Bella's suicide dive on Shasha Banks? Um, I can't remember what it is, but I would assume that'd be that pretty Bella one. I don't need to remember. Yeah, it was. It was like it was like right when they came. She came back from birth, and like it was like the Bellas and stuff like that. And I think she went for a dive. Her leg got caught or something like that, and like she like almost killed herself and Sasha. When I see this one, it's the Riot Squad. Are you, is it the right squad? Because I I just put oh, maybe one it's on. that one. I don't know. There she's had a couple bad dives. Well, they, okay. So there was two. It's two in the same video where it's like she does a dive to Sarah Logan, and it's kind of like what uh, JC did to where she just stopped and she just like falls face first on the ring apron and like her legs get caught up on the top rope and she just falls to the ground. It was 
not for good. And then she does another one where she actually dives through the ropes, and, but she doesn't catch anything and she just, you know, torpedoes down into the floor. Torpedoes down to the floor. I can just, I'm just picturing fucking this female just fucking shoom, right to the fucking floor. Lawn darts. But she's okay. Love, hope, uh, hopefully she's okay. Love to see it. Are we done now? I think I'm we are done, Dominic. Unless you want to just keep bullshitting as the Houston Astros are two outs away from winning the pennant. Um, anything you want to get off your chest, Dominic? Any no, that's, just that's life. Just, just want to go to fucking bed now because you know the booze is wearing out. Just I'm getting well, sleepy. What, what was the booze you were drinking, Dominic? Your asshole juice. Oh, you're drinking my asshole juice. Mm-hmm. No wonder you got fucked up. Yeah, it's fucking made me sick because it's dirty. I was drinking a concoction of soju, which is like you know, I think Vietnamese tequila. I don't know soju. And uh, my chaser was a green apple because I'm a pussy ass bitch. And I need a chaser. Soju is a clear, colorless, distilled alcoholic beverage of Korean origin. It is usually consumed oh, neat, and its alcohol content varies from about 16.8 to 53 percent alcohol volume. Is this what they were drinking in Squid Game? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know because you know you're a big Squid Game guy. Talked about it last week. Remember that was that was know. based in Korean or Korea. Uh, yes, Dominic, it's a South Korean film. Or oh, I didn't series. know that. What did you think of that? What did you think it was? Okay, everybody. No, no, thank no, you for Dominic, listening. What, uh, Dominic, I'm going to log off and go take a shit and take a pee and fucking maybe even f- eat a cookie. I don't know. Goodbye, good night, and my gangbangs and mukbang and fucking maybe Brandon will get off his ass and clean up his brother's room. I can go over there next week and we can actually have a real mukbang. Maybe. And not so congratulations to the Houston Astros who won the American League pennant in six games. Goodbye and good night. Uh, McGangbang. Bang.